0: Hi, I'm Kevin Harrington, an original shark from the hit television show, Shark Tank, and you're listening to The Underdog Podcast.
1: Hello,
0: everyone, and welcome to The Underdog Podcast. Today I have an incredible guest here with me who I'm so honored, so, so honored to have here all the way from Paris. Arnaud, how are you? <laughs>
1: Yay, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm currently in Paris, uh, usually living in LA, but I'm traveling between around the pond, I guess, between Europe and, and the US.
0: I absolutely love it. Arnaud, I can't tell you how excited I've been. To have you here, I mean, like last time we met, the energy was so beautiful. I was like, I cannot wait to hear Arno's story, like in full detail, you know, because I heard a little bit, and I was like, I just absolutely adore who you are as a person, what you do in the world, like everything that you are. So, thank you so much for being here, my friend.
1: And now I, I'm gonna have to feel blessed for the rest of my day. Thank you for this. <laughs>
0: thank you so much. Oh my goodness. So where do I start with you? I mean, one of my biggest questions for you, my friend, is What inspired you on your journey
1: to where you are today? Wow. I don't know. I guess it's uh, life inspired me. I didn't have much of a choice, really. I mean, much of a choice because, you know, my birth really set the stone for the rest of my life. And my birth led me to waking up at 13 years old and then go on a journey listening and trying to figure out who I am. and. Meanwhile, I was working in finance and then tech and starting companies in the tech world in Europe and the US. I was still on a journey of trying to figure it out, right? Like anybody else, probably. And so naturally, but with a lot of hurdles and obstacles on the way, obviously, because you know we don't make it simple to our for ourselves. And then Gradually, I was brought (laughs) by force somehow to be more and more of myself. That led me to get to a place where I didn't have much of a choice and where I had this social part of handling companies and whatever, and then the more inner part where I was helping people to open their heart to themselves. And all of a sudden, I had to have a choice, meaning deciding that my life purpose is to help 1 billion hearts to open to themselves, because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. And so off we go. And we are on that journey now. And uh, building up what I believe is the perfect path. <laughs> perfect, not in the sense that's the only one, but it's just because it works for me. It works for the people that are uh, treading on that path. Towards more harmony, towards more alignment and coherence, and therefore, uh, be more present to our beautiful and amazing heart we have inside ourselves, and conducting and be participating to the beautiful dance of life.
0: You just unpacked so much, and so I need to reel it back because I'm like, there's so many beautiful things happening here. Hold on <laughs> Now, as a child, Arnaud, what did you want to be when you grew up? Like, what was your dream?
1: I don't remember. It was all fuzzy in the sense that I was not quite sure what is this human experience I'm in. Mm. I did not quite understand. So it was a constant search of how this whole thing works out. Not really understanding that world of people (laughs) and you know their social constructs and all that stuff so I was very much introvert in so many ways indeed so I got into finance that was my very first job a bit by by luck I guess and had a lot of fun with it and you know made money with it and so on great and then I really wanted to create that was my my thing and so that's why I went into creating companies. The thing is, it's not enough because meanwhile I was, I was going through you know all the different religions, the different philosophies around the world, the Tao, the Buddhism, and Judaism, and you know again looking for answers to that eternal question. So it's all always uh, like a, a trial and error. It's a I'm going this way. Does that work? No. So I'm going that way, and so on and so forth, whether from a business standpoint or from an inner development standpoint. And as I went through, I created little charts that would explain to me in a very simple way what well, that whole thing works. How does that work? How does how can I be a better human being and and open my heart further to myself, to the others, etc. And when I was think about 25 years ago, I decided to move to Spain because I was looking for places where I can I can experience more heart-oriented people from France at that time. So I went there and, I, and explored and see what it means to me and so on and so forth. Then I went to the US for about eight, nine years, I think so far. And here we are traveling around the world.
0: Love that, Arna. I love that, and I mean, because you also mentioned too when you were thirteen, you went on a self-discovery journey, which is a incredible. That is a very, very young age, and you were asking yourself about the human experience from such an early age. But like, what happened at that time to make you kind of question that? Because I don't think I got my my serious like life questions until I was like <laughs> in my twenties, right? So how did you become so self aware at such a young age?
1: I guess one because you know there was still some awareness that was kept there and Mm -hmm. when i was imposed at that time you know the overall religious constructs like you know god needs to be in the church and you need to go there and that kind of stuff all of a sudden awoken in me a truth meaning in this case uh, God is everywhere and I can live with him or her in the forest or et cetera, because I was living um, among the trees. And so all of a sudden my inner truth superseded whatever was happening in reality. So I, I started to make that inner connection, right? And, and came together truths that I would discover, you know, in the Bhagavad Gita a few years after or stuff like that. And I was living through them not knowing really what it means or how or etc. So I guess, you know, that inner world started to be more and more of a reality to me than for other people. That's how it started. And then it grew and grew and grew. And, and nowadays, it's all that I can live.
0: Incredible. It's incredible. And then you went on, you went into finance and you started your own companies. That's amazing. What was your first company ever? What was the first one you ever started?
1: (laughs) Uh, What was it? I think (laughs) it was, uh, yeah, it was in telecom because at the time it was in France, there was a monopoly uh, on telecommunications. So it was super expensive. And so I had created a company. We were buying minutes in the U.S., Selling them to tourists in France uh, with a little debit cards. made a lot of money with that. So that was that was my first company.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. And like how did you go on to like scale all these companies and start all these different ones? Because you know, entrepreneurs listening that are like, how did you do it? Just like starting out with all of these different things
1: with a lot of effort because i didn't know better (laughs) at the time (laughs) so (laughs) a a lot of trial and error for sure i mean you know i've created companies in telecom in logistics optics i created a fund as well uh, optical recognition and self-development different styles Uh, different ways to scale them a lot of failures and some successes and you know one again trial and error trial and error and see what works what doesn't so i i'm not a you know the best entrepreneur that can that has scaled to billions of people etc because my attention was elsewhere and i'd rather go and and focus on my heart and see how i can i can live by it because that is a a more fulfilling and filling life, Uh, so yeah.
0: Absolutely. And I can't wait to get into the conscious leadership and conscious capitalism, all of that. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I oh, forgot yeah. that bit.
0: <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to get into that one. But before we do get into that one, with all of your companies and everything that you've built, kind of before you got into that, what were some of your biggest lessons? Because you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of failures, a lot of successes, right? So what were some of the biggest lessons that you learned uh, during that time?
1: Hmm. Very good question. One that is super standard, I guess. It's to look always for the best team you can be surrounded by because that's it's the juice and uh, you know it's the juice of building something together that's amazing it's a beautiful sentiment and at the same time it's the best guarantee for a certain success right in hindsight i guess one thing that i never got really the best key ever for an entrepreneur is understanding and being able to assess and feel and therefore execute upon the constant alignment and harmony within the team, within the company, within, etc. So how do I fine tune all, all the way to the little details, this constant flow of creation that happens within the company, whether it's one person or 10 or 20 or hundreds, same thing. And how can I Foster that core and nurture it so that it can grow, right? And that's a thing that, you know, I've done my best in that direction. Not necessarily aware of that direction at the time, but it is clearly how things work in the end. And one lesson also to get to your question that I learned the hard way is that I was always 5, 10, 20 30 years ahead of the market and so trying to get back down to what reality enables at the time has been a a big adventure for me really
0: that's amazing that's so you were technically a futurist in your businesses yeah how do you see so far ahead you're a visionary i know that but
1: (laughs) it's just that it doesn't make sense otherwise right right so for me What reality is, past stories, and I know that this, it should be working that way. A stupid example being, uh, you know, when we had the computers t- 20 or 30 years ago, for me, they were they needed to be silent. Doesn't make sense for them to make noise. Again, it's against a stupid example. But it took 10, 15 years to get there, and it's okay. No problem. So the same for businesses. So it, it's not... A reasoning or logic that brings me to that kind of place. It's just, it's a bit like the charts that I have today. It's that way it makes sense. It is only in this way that I explained the framework that actually life works. So, therefore, if I admit that principle, then all of a sudden, poof, it works that way. And that's what we are, you know, entrepreneurs are amazing people because they are creators but they are creators of something that already exists. Mm. What I mean by that is, whatever is the vision they have and they hold dear in their heart is already in the construct of their future. It's already played out. The only thing they are doing is, it's a bit like going backward to towards the actual manifestation of it. What I mean by that is, living the progression towards that vision that they have that has already happened. It's a lot easier than we believe and that we love to believe because we, we love so much the struggle and the hurdle and the obstacles and so on that we, we crave, we're addicted to them. Mm-hmm. That's okay. However, the amazing entrepreneur or creator has, if he likes to, and if he accepts to do so, to get onto a super jet <laughs> towards his vision and enable himself who that's conspiracy with life to get into that place that where these vision is already there mm-hmm. and that's the game in which we are unconsciously most of the time we're unaware of that it's an amazing key when we when we are able to realize that i hope it makes sense
0: it totally does make sense It's pretty much like being in flow with yourself and and what you're you're meant to do here in this universe, you know, really. And then that's really what all the balance and the harmony and everything comes in because you're in flow state. Things are coming to you. You're living out your purpose. I mean, of course, life has its challenges, right? But for the most part, you're taking it all in and you're in flow state, which is incredible.
1: And these challenges are not challenges anymore. And I think that's another key because they are coming to me to show me an aspect of me that is looking for attention. When I learn how to open my heart to it, and there is a special process for that, and listen to what is being said, I am able to change whatever story was playing out, not just on the front, meaning whatever is the actual situation that is playing out, but all that was the point of origin of that. and. Right. By making so, making that, all of a sudden we free ourselves from that limitation we were we were manifesting, and that's a huge key as well because once we learn how to do that in a very procedural, uh, you know, where we do it has a habit, all of a sudden we are living the flow, we are growing with the flow, and it becomes easier and easier. So a challenge is really an opportunity for me to. Uh, get up and choose a more expanded version of myself that will allow me to uh, grow from there. I had uh, a very recent uh, thing happening to me actually last week, and it's connected with when we met. So a few days before we met, which was last Wednesday, I had an incident that enabled me to let go of a core issue related with the feminine. Mm feminine inside me, not necessarily connected with a person. And all of a sudden, on that famous Wednesday, I have three people, three ladies that call me or, you know, have a Zoom chat with me saying, and I didn't know them for anything, I want to work with you. Say, okay, great. And one of our conversation was with you, which is amazing. And I'm very grateful for that. So You see, it's a theme that has nothing to do with business in that case, but that everything is being interconnected always, right? That enabled a new potential to be expressed. By the way, I forgot to mention that happening that happened last Wednesday has never happened before. I was never reached out by someone that I don't know at all. Saying I want to work with you right out of the bat, uh, so it's it was new for me, and uh, I'm super happy about it. So, yeah, th- it was just a little illustration.
0: It's so incredible, like when you release certain things, and then you know, just from whatever's going on with you, and then how the universe just responds so quickly. Like you said, you know, you had an issue it's with the a feminine, fact. released it, and then all of a sudden, you had three ladies coming to you saying, "Oh my goodness, I love that, Arna." No. I mean, like honestly your story is so, is so fascinating to me. Like, I'm absolutely amazed. And like how you got into the conscious capitalism and conscious leadership and like opening of the heart. I totally, I totally want to understand that a little bit more. So when you started your company around conscious capitalism, how did that begin? And then how did that grow into like the the heart opening and the goal of opening a billion hearts? Cause I love that. I love that whole, I know it's connected.
1: (laughs) Uh, In some way, I guess it is. So actually conscious capitalism, I haven't started it. I was part of that movement. There is a a movement that started in California with the the ex-CEO of Whole Foods and a gentleman that wrote the book about conscious capitalism. And they have the theory of four different stakeholders. And at the time I had a company called Heathrow Words and we were inspiring, uh, we we inspired 50 million people to have a more positive thoughts. And I wanted to see how can I instill in business this more open consciousness or having more consciousness in, in capitalism. So a series of serendipities brought me to a gentleman that had started or wanted to start a chapter in Washington, D.C., and uh, when we connect it says you know i need strategy and let's do it together i said okay <laughs> and off i go and i present there and and then we start to see how we can inspire business people to you know whether it's a lawyer or an accountant or a dentist or whomever to see how we can create that that connection where they can feel inspired to do something else it was at the time the beginning of the Benefit Corp movement as well. Mm -hmm. So, and clearly we were not ready to make that happen. We had many different workshops and so on. And I was looking to see how can I scale that, meaning creating series of content that would enable a CEO to say, okay, I like it. I want to change my business and so on and so forth. We fell more on deaf ears than anything else because again, I didn't have the maturity I have now also that right and uh, for me nowadays it's a lot easier to do that to to flip someone to shift his uh, perception and awareness and at the time I I, I didn't have the, the tools for that to happen but nevertheless it was an amazing experience to be able to be in contact with capitalism 1.0 so to speak and see how we can make jump to 2.0 in one way or another it's an ongoing process and it will happen i'm sure about that because consciousness as a whole if we look at society and you know humanity and so on is evolving towards more of itself meaning the overall consciousness of humanity is growing there is no question about that and more and more people are reaching out to people like you and us to, to be led and uh, guided on their own journey. It is happening. It's just a tad slow, but it's getting, we there.
0: <laughs> we're getting there slowly, but surely. Absolutely. I love that. Well, that's one of my biggest things Like when I, when I was speaking with you initially, I was like, you know, that's, that's always been something of mine of connecting kind of like business and spiritual realms together, because really like, I remember the first time I've always known it throughout my life experience, right. Being in business since I was 10. And I remember sitting at a Tony Robbins, like conference real estate conference that I was at. And he said this phrase that I like shook everything because I'm like, it made so much sense. It was so simple, but it made so much sense. And it was business is a spiritual game. And I was like, Whoa, finally, I'm not alone. Like somebody else gets it, you know? And, and to see that kind of expanding now is, is huge because, you know, we've always been taught money's the root of all evil and, you know, all of these bad things, but it's like, truthfully, money in the right hands changes the world, right? Mm-hmm. It's the greediness that really screws everything up for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. But but if you are working with conscious leaders and these conscious leaders are building these companies, like, they're obviously going to give back and it's going to become this massive ripple effect. So I'm such a huge fan of, of that,
1: big time. I, I'd like to up a little bit the game here. Yeah. Uh, life is a spiritual dance with yourself. So you know business is part of life obviously and because we're doing business we have a a higher incentive to make it work but overall the whole game or the whole dance we are in is I with life or self whichever we want to give it uh, whichever name we want to give it is dancing with between one and the other and a dance goes back and forth right and i can go left and right and and so on and so we are each moment is an opportunity to discover myself a little bit more through all the beautiful events we are going through and all the challenges and and the funds and 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 etc and if i start to really live the flow meaning being able to witness the flow and at the same time being in that flow both awarenesses at the same time, all of a sudden, not only things start to become a lot easier, but like 100%, uh, actually, everything becomes what well, we could qualify as magical in the sense that there is no more, it, it's it's going with the flow of the river, I'm part of the river, and I see the river, and there is it's effortless. Mm-hmm and that's the thing that we don't want at first because we're so addicted to the effort to uh, it has i have to make a lot of effort if i want this to have a value which is a beautiful illusion we are creating for ourselves because we don't want to believe that we can be loved We can love ourselves. That's the worst part. And so by opening our heart gradually, we don't have to do everything at the same time. We can start to open open the faucet of serendipity, of paranoia, of love. And then all of a sudden everything, it's like confluence come to you and, and, and bring about their gifts, like the ones I was describing earlier. And, and so... CEOs and capitalistic CEOs and whomever having are having huge fun of being the champions and having to conquest to conquer this area and these competitors and blah blah and amazing, lots of fun, right? And 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 we can even live it from an impact standpoint, and we have a purpose and we change lives of people, etc. etc. All these are beautiful illusions amazing playground to dance yes by all means now if we start to go out of the box and see what is playing in the box mm-hmm. and live it from that standpoint as well right so being the character and the actor and the the spectator as well all of a sudden there is a, a, a richness that starts this kind of a now you've put color on. <laughs> it was black and white. Now you're putting color on. And life becomes blissful. Yes. While everything is happening at the same time. And that's probably the best state in which an entrepreneur can be.
0: Absolutely. And for the for the entrepreneurs who are listening, Arna, what is like the first step? If, if someone is feeling... Out of flow, out of balance, like like that they're tired of what they're doing or what, like they just want change. What's the first step in opening of the heart and getting in that flow state?
1: Well, there is something, one little super simple tool that everyone has that is available at any moment for anyone. And everybody ignores it completely all the time. So at any moment when we are in a situation, whichever is a situation of any import, we have the capacity to make a choice, right, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: at any moment in time. And the choice that I'm offering to you in this moment that we all have access to in the most simple way is it's big, it's red. It's a huge button we have here, and it's it's written on it, pause. And I can click on it anytime. I click the pause button and be here for whatever is happening now. Be present to it. Be aware of whatever is happening. Whatever I feel inside related to that, of course. But by pushing that pause button, something happens that is key. To get back to the image of the of the movie, it's you by pressing that pause button, you go from character to actor all of a sudden. Mm. Actor that is being piloted unconsciously by whatever is happening to actor who is knowing his script or her script and can alter it at any time whenever he or she wants. Mm -hmm. that pause button is super important it means becoming aware of whatever is unfolding that's the first step and then there are a few more steps afterwards uh, that uh, I help people to I guide people through in the heartful method to open up so that we get to more harmonious outcomes in reality right and, uh, but the very first one is that, that, that one is to be mastered as soon as possible for anyone.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Cause again, you know, what's happening is consciousness in the world is, is definitely increasing big time. And I, I totally agree with that because now people are waking up and saying, what am I doing? <laughs> what is going on? This doesn't feel right to me for once they're questioning, they're questioning yeah. and they're asking questions. Is this right with my soul is this in balance and in flow with, with who I am and what I'm meant here to do. So it's fascinating. Thank you so much for that. Wow.
1: And I'm super grateful for the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, that's brought the change up. And then, I mean, it's amazing the conversations we have now compared with a year or two years ago. So yeah.
0: yeah. Com- it's an, it's incredible. It's incredible. And I love that this is your life mission now to open up all of these hearts Throughout the world, which is incredible. Like one billion. My gosh. So what set you on that goal, know <laughs> Like how did you decide? Like, hey, this is what we're gonna do.
1: So, you know, I had a spiritual center in Spain for many years and helped wow. hundreds of people there. And I realized that the only gift that really made sense to me was someone opening her heart, because all of a sudden it's like a fireworks of energy happening. And it's so beautiful. It's so it's the thing that for me means something, right? The rest is meaningless. And it took me still 10 years probably to get to the next point, which was, okay, what am I doing in technology? What am I doing in finance? When the only thing that really is meaningful to me is what I just described. And okay, so now what I'm going to do is focus my time, my resources, my energy, my attention to helping these hearts to blossom, to themselves, to open to themselves. And as I have in my purse, I have finance, I have technology, so let's scale it. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and, and off I go. That's why I created Hills Through Words first, which was not really, it was scalable, but not monetizable. And then I created Give Nation, which is a platform for children to become philanthropists, practice sustainable financial literacy, but through financial literacy, work on their empathy, their compassion, their altruism. And, and nowadays, the Heartful Method that I started to, to promote uh, systematically since about a year, and you know work with companies so that we can have a, a bigger impact. That's where I am today. Whether I reach 1 billion or not doesn't really matter. What matters is, is the fun uh, going in that direction.
0: Absolutely. I love that. I absolutely love that. And you had a spiritual center in Spain. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you still have it?
1: No, 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 no. It was uh, for a while.
0: That's incredible. So like retreats and different things like this.
1: Yeah. Wow. Retreats. I had created at the time an energy technique. So uh, I was healing with that and had workshops and retreats and um, it was in Madrid. It was fun. For a while. And then I went to the US. And so I focused my time on on the US.
0: I love that. Oh my gosh. So I have to ask you, like, what were some of the most powerful experiences that you saw like in in that spiritual retreat and center with what you created? Because you just mentioned ancient techniques, and I'm such a huge fan of of those.
1: (laughs) So many and some people really transforming their lives. People that I have worked with 15 years ago are coming back to me now and, and, and want to, which is beautiful and amazing. Very happy about that. At the time, I I practiced Reiki for a while and then I felt the urge of creating my own energy technique. And so it was connected with the meridians. And so I created a, a, a some an energy technique that would reconnect these meridians together. And, and so I was able to accelerate the path of rebirth of an individual, because basically when we are, so any human being on this planet at every choice he or she makes is an actual rebirth towards a new version of himself. Right. Yeah. So, uh, more or after this call, maybe you're going to have a a choice of going right or left (laughs) and that's a rebirth by itself but in in a less prosaic way you decide to work with this guy and well that will enable you to experiment yourself experience yourself in a specific way related to that person that he or she is representing and that is a potential rebirth as well so if we can accelerate that pace where you basically go not through little rebirths but big jumps quantum leaps so you basically jump from one octave to another of yourself so the the symphony of you that is heading towards more harmony and has the ability to really jump and get into higher frequencies of yourself that technique was enabling that so so reconnecting people was the fun of that time and uh, it works amazingly but nowadays so that was the time I really discovered the the, uh, the premises of what is today the Heartful Method and where mm-hmm. I, I started. So I did these sessions and then all of a sudden I had continuous session with the same people. And we were going through what happened in their week, disconnect them from what was the source of what was, had been unfolding in the week. And the same moment, started things started to happen in their lives that would show them how free they were from the initial belief system that was constraining them and so nowadays that's what I'm still doing meaning we have this collection of charts where people rewire their brain and their understanding of their reality and and their relationship with themselves and they go through them great and throughout 12 weeks uh, we work together to learn how to understand what life is t- saying to us right. and transcend whatever are the uh, little beliefs that we were still identifying to and that were limiting us because we we live to have these we love to have these walls around us because they feel comfortable at some point and then at some point we are ready to outgrow them right as good right. entrepreneurs so the thing is you lost the key <laughs> and so uh, we're here to help you guide you to know how to find the key and do it on your own. So, how can I re- be reborn to myself faster and faster? That's the whole game around what we call the heartful method nowadays. And as you do that, you grow into more of yourself. You, your, what you call I, starts to expand. It's mm-hmm. not limited mm-hmm. anymore to this bag of skin, but much, much more than that. And You gradually uh, live life from a place of inner centeredness, inner joy, inner presence. And all starts to become more and more harmonious from your point of view in your world. It's the only one that is interesting to us anyway, right?
0: Right.
1: (laughs) Living your own and inner truth, because that's the thing. The entrepreneurs probably, or any creator for that matter, are always looking to express their inner truth. They not necessarily know what it is. I mean, for me, it took me 40 years to get there, although I had nice uh, signposts on the way. And we have that inner core essence, a bit like these tuning forks. It's only one vibration, and we are there to to express that in the world. And the world wants that to happen now because it's the only thing that exists and we are saying no 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 we don't want that
0: (laughs) because we're scared
1: because Because we're scared. scared exactly and well you know what it's much 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 simpler than we believe and we we like to believe and if we were to put the brakes out it, it's just going down and smoothly, not like, yeah, like, no, not like a bobsled leg, very smoothly. And it's a blissful path and journey, yeah. but we make it much more difficult and complex and, and we love the drama around it. And that's amazing. Nothing to be said there, right? But you No, know, maybe there's another way.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. That sounds like an absolutely magical experience. Of the and opening of the heart. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I could feel it all right when you were saying it. I was like, this, that method. I need to do it myself. <laughs> I need to try it myself too. I love that, Arno. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I, whoa, I'm mind blown at the work that you do. And like, I, I know you're going to get to a, a billion people through that method. And it, it's going to touch so many lives, like, without a doubt in my mind, that a doubt in my mind. And I'm going to ask you one of my favorite questions because you've been on such a beautiful journey in your lifetime. I'm so interested to see what you say about this one. But what would your older self tell your younger self based on what you know now?
1: That's a great question. Well, he just told me be happy or be enjoyed because, in the end, we're creating for the joy of being ourselves. And the joy of ourselves is happening in the creation as well so it's again it's a dance between one and the other we don't need to live it as an angst and opening ourselves for this beautiful space where we are living our own reflection through whatever is unfolding I believe that's what my older self would, is, is saying right now and, and therefore you know living that flow again we going back to the same thing
0: I love that. Oh my goodness. I love that. And now you're working on so many beautiful things and you're working on touching a billion hearts and opening a billion hearts. Now what's on the horizon for you in the next like six months, like any exciting new things that that are happening?
1: I'm very excited. Uh, We just launched an initiative to help entrepreneurs and, we call it "Entrepreneurs Unstuck." It's a, it's a free webinar where we would love to have you, by the way, uh, as a guest host. And uh, basically, we help with a friend of mine unstuck the the entrepreneur from the pattern he's on at the time. You know, for free. It's it's completely free, and uh, so that we want to kind of partner with incubators and accelerators and see how we can help them. Because, frankly. It's not easy to be an entrepreneur. And the common denominator to all our struggles is I, always. And so if we can help them to un- uncork <laughs> themselves, I <laughs> would, would be amazing. Uh, we transcend all the little skills of marketing and blah, 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 because this is completely irrelevant. And just opening the, the, the champagne bottle so that they can jump. <laughs> And live like bubbles.
0: <laughs> love that.
1: I love so that's that. one thing. And uh, the other, we have an upcoming cruise on the Nile uh, where we bring people through temples to up their frequency and get into more harmony with themselves. That's in September, October, I think. So that's really cool as well. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're, I really want to bring out something for the entrepreneurs, because again, they chose not the simplest path, but they are so amazing that they should, by choosing not the simplest path, they should have the the best tool ever, the best tools ever for them to really accomplish what they hold dear in their heart. So that's, the, and, and Harmony is the ultimate tool for that. And uh, so hopefully we'll be able to reach a few people there.
0: No, no. Oh my gosh, that all sounds so exciting and so different. Like every every experience sounds super different, but amazing and all interconnected all at the same time. Oh my gosh. I, I adore your mission, everything that you're doing, my friend. Seriously, I know that we're gonna be doing you. definitely be doing some work together with, with without a oh, doubt. Yeah. Whereas we're so in alignment it's it's crazy but i know that everyone who's been listening have been dying to figure out how to reach you my friends so um, where, where, what's the best way to find you like anywhere linkedin instagram website linkedin
1: website. instagram they all look for tapuat t-a-p-u-a-t which uh, means in hopi eternal rebirth and uh which is perfect for for what we're doing so tapuat.com is the website if they want to participate to that webinar, I was talking about tapuacom slash EU and they will be director. We do that every 15 days and on the website tapua.com, they can see the crews and all the different things we're offering. Even the, the heartful method itself, which is a 90-day process. Uh, they can go through if they want to, working one-on-one with me, obviously, et cetera, et cetera. So all that is there available.
0: That is amazing, my friend. Thank you so much for being here today. You inspired me, my friend, and everybody listening on this podcast. So thank you so, so much. So that's it for today's episode of Underdog. Catch us next week, always dropping on Thursdays. And remember, if you're interested in real estate or want to learn how to create more money and magic in your life, check out meetwithpamela.com and let's chat sending you so so much love underdogs, underdogs, underdogs. all we know is all the time barking like some
1: underdogs. on the